What up, guys? Welcome back to the Motor Girl Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Phil. And today's episode is going to be something that I have never talked about, ever. And I've I've experienced this for the first time. And let's kind of dive deep into it. So yesterday, I went out and we mowed on a Thursday route. It's one of our busiest days. And things were actually going quite smooth. We were dealing with like 50 to 60 degree Fahrenheit weather all day long, which was amazing. I mean, it was cloudy. They were saying it was going to like be 80% chance of rain, but it was only in the morning a little bit. And the rest of the day was just beautiful. So, as you guys know, it's easier to cut grass. I mean, it's it's more comfortable cutting grass when it's a lower temperature. And I guess that goes for all things when you do work outside. Unless, unless you're working construction and it's like freezing out, then it's kind of hard. But uh, for the for guys that mow, you know, like you'd rather mow in 60 degree Fahrenheit weather than 100 degrees but everything was going smoothly we get to our church property and you know we do the missionary house that's all fine we get to the actual uh you know church building and there's a lot of grass that needs to be cut around it so we start mowing it i start mowing it i start with uh cutting some of the perimeters with a push mower because you can't get a zero turn if you try there's a lot of hills and a lot of you know slide out. Uh, your mower will get stuck because it's kind of soft in those areas. And so you have to use a push mower in some of those areas. So I was using a push mower and then I go around the perimeter of some of these bushes and I notice that there were some flowers by this bush. Like, I didn't think twice of it. I'm just like, huh, why are there? It's weird. I've ne- I haven't seen these flowers. Does someone just leave them randomly? Uh, and then I also noticed that there was this window that was broken. I'm like, that's strange. Like, did someone try to break in? Like, it, they were in the same area. And I'm like, that is so strange. And so I, I continue finishing, you know, with push mowing. Then I get on the zero turn and I start mow- uh, like mowing with the zero turn. And about 30 to 40 feet away, there's a telephone pole. And on this telephone pole, there is another PVC pipe that shoots across and is covering these electrical wires. I just got to the church. And so that PVC pipe was busted. And I know, like, because... Um, so there's the, there's the big uh, wooden telephone pole. There's a PVC pipe that shoots up and connects somewhere up top and it goes kind of down into the ground. And then on, you know, there's also an electrical box. It's more of like a rectangular one that's up vertically. And that thing is constantly busted. Like I've seen that thing for the two or three years that I've been mowing this church. I've seen that thing busted like five times. And like, you know, people, you know, hit it a few times 
throughout the year. It just has to be replaced. I don't know why this thing always is a target of a vehicle, but majority of the time it's because of you know it gets damaged in the winter time because people tend to slide out. The way the road is designed, there's like an S uh, to the road. And if you don't hit the S, if you like are distracted and you keep going straight, you'll eventually hit, you know, this box. So it's like, it's in the worst spot it can be, right? And so uh, it constantly gets hit uh, by vehicles. Well, I noticed, like, I remember the electric company a couple weeks back fixed that and they put a new one. They put, obviously the pole doesn't get down, like the wooden pole post or whatever doesn't get damaged, but the, the PVC pipe is always busted and the electrical box is always busted. So two weeks ago they fixed it and I'm out there mowing yesterday and I noticed it's damaged again. I'm like, what? Like, so I saw the flowers, I saw the busted window, and then I saw the electrical PVC pipe that was busted and like the box was shattered and all that. And I'm like, man, like what? Like all these three things are like, just threw me off made my mind thing. I'm like, I couldn't connect the dots. I'm like, huh, that, that's so strange. So I finish mowing and then I jump on the blower and a car pulls up and it's, uh, it's one of the maintenance guys, uh, from the church. And he's like, Hey, did you hear what happened last night? I'm like, no, <laughs> what happened? He's like, yeah, some guy, uh, he, he died. Uh, he was, he, he died, uh, he was in a motorcycle accident, happened out back. He's like, did you see the, notice the flowers? I'm like, oh, and like all three things at that moment clicked. I'm like, broken PVC pipe, flowers, broken window. And he told me that this guy, and I read on the news, but he was racing with another motorcycle and apparently, I don't know, maybe lost control, maybe he was intoxicated, who knows? Uh, they're not, obviously not gonna go into detail, but they, witnesses say that they were racing and one lost, you know, either lost control or whatever, hit the pole, and what I think is bike went one way and he went the other way. So his body went flying, hit the pole, smashed it, flew, and he was probably going over 100. And this is like residential streets. You have to go like, you know, 30, 35 to be safe. You don't want to speed down the streets. They were going at least 100. And it's really possible to get to, a, you know, over 100 on these on this street itself. He flew, crashed into the pole, probably flew directly at the brick building, the church, and landed, you know, maybe hit the window, part of his body hit the window, and like, again, guys, this is real life. If this is like, I don't know, gruesome or in any way, I'm, I'm very sorry. I just have to explain this because this has been on my mind. And we're going to go, you know, uh, we're going to talk about this, uh, kind of what's on my heart. And I don't know, I've just been thinking about it all, all day, yesterday, today. Um, and, you know, I, I just imagine this, like, imagine the scene. Like, after someone tells you that, you know, I, after, you know, he told me that I went, I finished blowing and, uh, the, the crazy thing is also there was a piece of 
plastic and it was from i knew it was from the motorcycle i've seen plastic components off motorcycles before and this plastic piece was there and i simply just put it on the sidewalk like because i i don't know maybe someone you know um i didn't want to like throw it away or something it wasn't mine so i just put it on the side of the road or i'm on the sidewalk and i finished my blowing and my brother-in-law max was on the clear cloths on the other side of the church finishing you know starting to blow that side and i notice a car pull in and like a lady a young lady gets out and she starts walking and i'm like obviously i'm like okay she you know i don't know her uh she's not i i know for a fact she's not part of this church because i i would recognize her if she was maybe she's a new member i I don't know i'm sure she wasn't part of the church uh because then you know the person that worked there would have told me it was a member or whatever you know what i'm talking about uh anyways she was like uh she was crying a little bit i could notice that she was just like crying so i it clicked on me that you know this lady was probably related somehow related to uh the person that died and you know i just continued blowing kind of like was not trying to blow in that area anymore i was just i went aside because uh, I knew, you know, either she was going to pick up the flowers or pick something up. She picked up the piece of plastic from the motorcycle. And when she got that, she started walking away. And I kind of glanced and she was just bawling, like sobbing. And, uh, oh man, it's like she walks away. I finish blowing. And then Max and I would kind of meet each other at, by the pole and I'm like hey did you hear what happened he's like yeah uh you know he told me I'm like or the 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 maintenance guy told me I'm like man that's that's just like like we were just both we didn't know what to say I mean it's just so shocking like we're mowing on this property where someone died last night like first time ever uh I had to it wouldn't like it. It just it couldn't sink. Like I don't know. I looked at him and I'm like, "You see this pole? Like, this is where, this is where the impact was." And he more than likely, and I like, you could see the straight line of how it happened. You could see the marks. You could see everything. You could see where he hit the pole. Traveled his body. Traveled more than likely. Uh, you could see part of uh, this bush that was like, because we used to trim these bushes for the church. We don't do it anymore. Um, but I know like, obviously when something is off on a bush, you could see it. Like when it, when something either like, let's just say you grab a branch and you bend it, right? That part will stick out because the bush after it's trimmed has to be complete. It has to have a shape. Well, the shape was out of place because of the one branch on this bush. And it was, it was like, it was in line with, uh, the tra like the travel. And I'm like, look, he hit the pole, he hit that bush, and then he went and, you know, hit the building and, and things like that. I'm like, you could completely see, and you could clearly picture it happening. Like, you're on the scene, you could picture it happening. Um, and I just told him, I'm like, this is, you know, this is what happened. Like, your life can end so fast, just like that. 
in a split second. Didn't even take one second for that to happen. <sighs> how important is your life, guys? How important is your life? You know how fast your life can end. We do things, you know, and I don't know the situation. I don't want to, you know, say, oh, this person, oh, he shouldn't have been racing. Oh, he shouldn't have been. Yes, he shouldn't have been. Um, but he made the choice. He made the choice that night to race. He made the choice. Who knows? Maybe he did drink. I don't know. I'm not going to. Um, I feel sorry for my condol my condolences to this family. I hope, you know, I, I pray to God that God gives them peace of mind. I don't know if the person was saved. I don't know where he is right now. He could spend eternity. He could be he could be spending eternity in hell. He could be spending eternity in heaven. I don't know. I don't know this person's condition. But you know, in life, we sometimes do things for the adrenaline rush or to be cool, to do things that will make people think higher of you, you know, like race. Oh, I, I want to race because I want to be cool. Um, I want to go skydiving because I, I, I need that adrenaline. You know, I'm so full of adrenaline. I need to release some of that. We do things that risk our lives. We put our lives in jeopardy for a feeling. I think that's just so, so foolish of us. When God has given us a life, God has given us a brain, yet we we choose to do things that bring ourselves some kind of uh, high in a way. Like call it a high. Uh, we're not talking about like smoking high. I'm talking about just like a the rush that you get or the the the, the feeling you know that temporarily fe temporary feeling that you get it could do you know you could do you can get that feeling with a lot of things but see a lot of these things could lead to death and you might say well you know well those people that skydive you know they they uh they're professionals they you know they 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 have all the safety pursuit no guys they're risking their lives and no shame for anyone that has ever skydived. I will never skydive in my life. I think that's foolish. Um, if you have done it, you know, thank the Lord you're still alive because, and this is not funny. This is like, I'm serious about this. When you guys do things that, you know, uh, have a greater chance of uh, fatality, is complete foolishness. Like you might say, well, you know, you might die when you drive, you know, down the road. Yes. Um, is driving unavoidable? Sure. People choose to ride bicycles. Bicyclists get killed all the time. People choose to walk. Walkers get killed all the time. It's things that, sure, you might think it's unavoidable uh, or uh, avoidable, whatever. Um, but we have to do these things. Do we have to skydive? No. Do we have to race on vehicles? No. Um, do we have to cliff jump into a lake? Absolutely not. 
there's things in life that you could do to avoid um, an increase, you know, in losing your life. And that's kind of what I just wanted to talk to you guys today about. I hope that you're not a person out there that uh, takes these things lightly. Uh, maybe you're a young teenager that loves to live on the edge, as they say. That Guys, that's so foolish. When, you know, when we do these things, we, we don't understand... Um, we don't fully understand, you know, the, um, uh, we don't, I guess we don't appreciate the life God has given us to its fullest. We don't, we want to live life to its fullest potential. We should never live our life to the fullest potential. Um, well, I guess, I guess we could live our life to the fullest potential in a good way. I'm not, I'm, but what I'm saying is we shouldn't go out and try everything. We shouldn't try everything for the experience, for the feeling. It's like saying, well, uh, I let my kids drink alcohol because I want to teach them to not drink it. I want them to, uh, to understand that alcohol is bad. I want them to experience it. Really? These parents are wilding out. Some of these parents are so out of whack. They've been hit in the head and they just the dumbest people in the world. Guys, why would you give your kid alcohol? Why would you let your kid smoke a cigarette? Why would you let your child in a dangerous why would you put him in a dangerous position when you can where where you can uh uh ruin them mentally and ruin them physically to teach them a valuable lesson? You're an idiot. That's not teaching them a valuable lesson. Showing them your life, how you live, is teaching them a valuable lesson. They will look at you. They will look at what you do, what kind of example you'll, you'll set, uh, what kind of life you'll live. That's what they'll follow. They won't follow things that you tell them, don't do this, uh, or here, do this so you don't do it later. No. You don't do those things so later they don't do those things. And you... Show them and tell them. Tell them those things to do to not do those things. Now, like my parents, they they never. Uh, you know, again, we're not perfect, but they taught me that profanity was bad. Uh, have they ever used profanity? I'm sure they have. Not in front of me. So now. When I live my life, when I walk, when I am daily walking, like, sure, yes, I'm a Christian, and I believe Christians should not use profanity at all. It's an abomination to the Lord. So I, in my daily walk, I am not using profanity, and maybe you could say idiot is a bad word. Okay, you know, there's a lot of words that we know for a fact are, you know, are not appropriate. And we're not just talking about cuss words. We're talking about, you know, dirty uh, jokes and, and things like that, things of that nature. We need to be careful 
with what we do, what we say, um, because we don't know what kind of impact it'll lead to uh, other people. You know, we don't know how it'll impact other people. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to end on. I hope that you take your life seriously. You never know when you can be gone. You never know when God says, this is the time, your time has come. Time has come, and God might just take your life. He might strike you with a sickness. Um, he might, you know, who knows? You might get into an accident. It'll be accidental, but you might get into an accident that might, you know, take your life. God has a time for everyone's departure on this world. And he might just send his son to come and take us all. And we'll be gone. That's if you're saved, of course. If you believe in Christ, put your life in, believe in Jesus Christ and he shall save you. And not just believe, but obviously, you know, uh, salvation doesn't come from works. But after you have believed, you do have to, in a way, work. Like, show yourself, show people that you're a Christian. Believing is one thing, but showing people that you are a true, genuine Christian. That's like saying, you know, um, <laughs> I guess, funny example. I'm just say, yeah, I'm a football fan. And they're like, well, what's your favorite team? I don't know. Or like, you know, you might be a fan of football, but you have no clue what it is. You don't know what, you know, what kind of shape of the ball it is and stuff like that. You don't know what a touchdown is. You just say, I like football, but you have no factual basis off of why you like football. So that's like saying, yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, why are you a Christian? I don't know. I just, I just claim to be. No, you have to believe in Christ and live a life showing people that you are a Christian. Okay? You can't just say, yeah, I believe in Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that he died for my uh, my sins. Uh, but you go out and drink and smoke and party and cuss. And, and like you live just like the world. You live just like you did before you believed. So technically you are just claiming to be a Christian, but you're not actually a Christian. There's a lot of false converts out there, guys, and I just be careful. I know I'm kind of going more into the religious talk. I'm just, hey, this is my podcast. I can say what I want. If you don't like it, you can turn it off. But I'm speaking facts, I'm speaking truth, and I'm speaking I'm speaking things that will impact you greatly. This is this is life or death. What you choose, you know, if you choose to not believe in Christ, you're going to spend eternity in hell. It is what it is, guys. That's the truth. And don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. This is the truth. This is the word of God. Words of God. God himself spoke these words. And if you don't want to believe God, if you don't want to believe that God created all this, look around you. Who do you think created? You think a, you think a, a explosion created all this? Psych. You think that evolution created all Psych. This it did not come from an explosion. You think everything around you came from nothing? That is physically, scientifically impossible. Impossible. And that's why scientists can't prove, they don't have no proof that all of this came from nothing. They can't prove it. They can just say it. They can't prove it. 
Read the Bible. The Bible proves to you how all of this was created. God created all of this. And he sent his son to die for your sins so that you could spend eternity in heaven. If you believe and trust in him and put your life and be born again. Being born again is, uh, you know, when you are born again, you don't think like you used to. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you don't believe like you used to. You don't, or you don't think like you used to. You don't think like the world. You don't find the things, uh, you know, the sinful things, you don't find them attractive. You don't find them, uh, you don't find yourself wanting to do those things. Are you perfect after you receive Christ? Absolutely not. We are all sinners saved by grace. But that doesn't give you a free card to sin after you have accepted Christ, after you have become a, a real, true, genuine Christian. I'll, I'll end it here. If you guys want more, you know, want more information, if you want to sit down and talk about these things, hit me up on my email, philslawn at gmail.com, F-I-L-L-S-L-A-W-N at gmail.com. Guys, please, just please take your life seriously. This is serious business. Whether you're young right now or old, you don't know the time of your death. And I know this is kind of like dark stuff, but I'm just saying, this is real life. And this is, this isn't some, you know, no one's going to talk about this stuff on their YouTube uh, lawn care channel. That's why you got to find the podcasts to, you know, find these podcasts to listen. That's why I make these truck podcasts. I'm talking about my life, guys. I care about you guys. I love you guys. Love each and every one of you. Put God first in your life, please. And don't do things that risk your life to where you could just die prematurely. God has a plan for your life. He doesn't want you to risk your life. He wants you, you know, to, to live your life. Uh, all right, well, my uh, brother-in-law just showed up, so we got to start mowing. Thank you guys so much. Again, if you got any questions, feel free to email me. God bless you, and we will see you in the next one.